It's the Renegades Rant Podcast with your host, the Kentucky Renegade. This podcast is sponsored by Anchor. If you want to start your own podcast, go to anchor.fm or to your phone's app stores and download Anchor today. Welcome to the show, everyone. I'm excited about my guest I'm having on today. You know him from TikTok as That Guy Tones. Welcome to the show, brother. Hey, appreciate you having me. All right. So how's it going where you're at? Well, right now it's quiet, and that's kind of how I like it. <laughs> so um, we just – last week, as a matter of fact, we just had a major breakthrough in Topeka, Kansas. Um, there's been a group of people who have been um, subject to um, – uh, sexual abuse as a child and they have been fighting the legislators here in Kansas for I believe 10 years plus now and for years they threw out their cases they didn't want to hear them they turned them down and finally last week they broke through and legislators are now going to listen to their cases and they're now going to worry they're now going to try to uh, incorporate laws to to help them and future abusees in cases. That's awesome. We need more yes. of that. Yes, yes. With the way we're dealing with things here in society and the attack on our children we and, and women, we need we need more of it. Exactly. We need we need that across the board, all the way around, and we need people who are going to be persistent like these people. Like I said, they've been fighting for ten years plus. So the fact that they finally broke the mold makes me feel makes me feel pretty good. Yeah, that, that's a that's a good uh, feeler to have. And, you know, I'm really into supporting groups that are going out and fighting the human trafficking and against the uh, sexual abuse cases. Uh, yes. Not sure if you've heard of Change Unchained. Yes, uh, I have. Yeah, I talked to Troy. You know, we message each other back and forth every once in a while see how he's doing i just let him know i I really appreciate seeing him do what he's doing with that uh there's we want the names uh that's ran by jess and me and several other tiktokers um Mm -hmm. they were in dc last year and they had a protest uh they have a border protest coming up uh in may in el paso texas and then there's another group called One's Purpose that I, I support, and they're another one that goes after human trafficking and, you know, actually start the front on the entire process. So Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. See, as far as, as far as, I know Chained Unchanged, Change Unchained, and I also follow um, 2A Patriot Mama. Yep. Yeah, she's she's another one that I follow, and, and you know, dude, the th- the stuff that they do for these kids and these people in these cases is just amazing, and the, and and the fact that they are willing to go out and put themselves out there in the community and let their faces be seen to fight this is amazing. Absolutely, and uh, just seeing the people get involved in this and knowing that our southern border has been decimated by the cartels. Uh, having the human trafficking coming in and out of our borders and the lack of government to do anything about it. I mean, we need more and more organizations that are like that. Yes. Yes. I, uh, I was just talking to 
Oh, um, I can't remember the name. It was a guy who just recently followed me on TikTok. He just seen my video about the border. And uh, he messaged me and he asked, um, he said, uh, he asked where I was from. I told him where I was from. And he asked if if there was a militia being organized here in the state. And I said, you know, I don't know. I said, it's a good thing you asked that because, I mean, it's probably around about that time where we should start organizing for militias. Yes, 100%. And there are some state militias, but. I've delved into that a little bit and some of them are, it's all about ego and power. Yes. It's, it's nothing about, you know, being a constitutional Republic. It's more about, well, we get, we gain power. This is what's going to happen. No, that's not yeah, exactly. it's up to the people to how this is going to go. Not, not you just because you have a big ego and you run a militia. Right. And that's right. kind of why I shied away from the uh, 3% group. I was involved in that for a while and just too many of them when we would get together, that's what it would be all about. And it's just like, yeah, you know, I'm, that's why I'm a Kentucky renegade. I, I'm going to shy away from this and go off on my own <laughs> yeah. and, and find some <laughs> other like-minded people who actually want something good for the country and not just for yourself. Exactly. Exactly. Because so, at, at the end of the day, everything that's going on is affecting all of us, regardless of how you look at it. And that's the conversations we've been having here lately on TikTok and some of the uh, lives I've jumped in on and conversations I've had with people is we need to be having these conversations now. And part of those conversations are the difficult conversations with the crazy people on the left and the crazy yes. people on the right. We need to get everybody centered and have the focus of we the people and not your parties because the parties are two wings of the same bird and mm -hmm. they're both manipulating both sides. This mm -hmm. is how we got into all this damn mess. That's so right. now we need to unfuck ourselves and start coming up with solutions on, we need to abolish the government and here's what we're going to do. A, B, C, D, E on down the line. Right, right, exactly, exactly. You know, but too many people, too many people have a one-track mind. You know, what I mean, there's a lot of people out here who, who want to actually defend the country for the greater good, and then there's there's other people who just want to shoot their guns at people. Right. You know what I mean? Right. It's like okay, that that's not what it's about. Like, I mean, <clears throat> I would rather not have to pull my trigger, but if I have to, I will. But that's not what the purpose is. The purpose is to turn this country around and get things back to the way it once was. Absolutely. Now, I reached out to you, uh, I think it was last week or the week before that. I really wanted to get you on the show because I've enjoyed your content. You have great content. And, you know, you're just another truth speaker that's on TikTok. And I know you get silenced. I know, you know, the, the things you talk about are of importance. So I appreciate you coming on the show. Absolutely. And, you know, I just kind of want to get a little bit of your social media backstory. Like, how did you come about finding TikTok? And, you know, like for me, it was monitoring my kids. But then I found out, you know, there is a uh, constitutionalist side and patriot side of this. Yes. Yes, exactly. Um, that's how mine started. Uh, my, my children both had the app and they were doing their little dance videos. And I got there just to, you know, monitor my kids and. And then uh, I believe it was Clint Bryant was the first one that I seen, <laughs> and he was talking, and he was talking about the jab, and and 
this was around when um, COVID initially first came out, you know, 2020. And and then just since then, man, I've just been digging in the information and just trying to put it on, just trying to put it out there so everybody can see it. If I can wake up as many people as I can, I'm satisfied. 100%. And, you know, that's why I came about with this podcast, because I was getting sick and tired of being censored on TikTok and all these other social media apps. And yeah. <clears throat> Just knowing that I have the ability to speak what I want to speak on here, and that's the point of the podcast, was to bring people like yourself on and give you the opportunity to be able to talk without being censored. In this way, everybody can hear what we have to say, and they can go do their own research as well. You don't have to believe one thing I say, but please go check out the information. You can find it if you look for it. Exactly. It's it's all over the place. The internet is a huge information gateway. As I said, in the stage of in, uh, of information, you know, you only ignorance is a choice if you don't go and look. Exactly. Exactly. And you yeah. have to be on top of it right now because the last thing any of us want is to be blindsided with something. Yep. And, you know, that's we're being blindsided 24 seven. You know, oh, we're yeah. Getting, we're getting hit with all this misdirection and uh, propaganda left and right from our, our media. And I talk about that a lot as well about Obama when he signed the Smith Munt Modernization Act back in 2012. That was to deploy propaganda on the citizens on the of media. the media. From yep. the media to the people. And that was something that was outlawed back at the end of World War II because that's exactly the same playbook the Nazis use on the Germans and the people over in Europe. Yep. 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 And it's, it's working. It's, it's working. It's working because there's so many people who still follow the mainstream news media. I mean, and if you look at the if you look at the people who are really following the the mainstream news media, it's mainly the older the older group, and I'm talking 55 and older, is because for years, those people have relied on the news to get their information. So, and a lot of them are not tech savvy, so they don't really know how to use the internet. You know what I mean? Correct. So what they're being told on the TV, they're just like, oh, wow, 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 wow. But that's, you know, it's zero truth to what's being told. <laughs> right. And as I tell people, I mean, it's you're going to have to unlearn everything you've learned. Exactly. Everything that's been on television has been basically a lie. It's uh, they call it television for a reason to tell your vision. Tell a vision. That's and right. Then to television programming, they're programming you and a channel. You know, they're channeling the information of misinformation into your brain. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, and you know the information also that they're putting out is putting a strain on families. I mean. I was at uh, three years ago when, okay, it was the year COVID hit and and they came up with the vaccine. That was 2020, right? 2020, yeah. Okay. There were people in my girlfriend's family who, based upon their career, they had to get at least one shot, right? Yeah. And which I totally understand that. I totally understand that whatsoever. But I... I am a person that I make my own decisions and nobody tells me what to do. And I'm also a free thinker. You know, 
I'm not going to put something in my body that they came up with in nine months when there's no cure for cancer. Well, there is a cure for cancer. They just don't tell us. Yeah, there's no there's, profit in cures. Exactly, exactly. There's no cure for AIDS. Well, there is, but you just refuse to tell us. If there's no cure not, for AIDS, then how's Magic Johnson still perfectly alive? <laughs> exactly, 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 like, man. Come it, on now. We knew come on now. back in the 80s that were dropping over dead of HIV and AIDS, and that motherfucker yes. is still alive and looks looks healthy as hell. Right, exactly. Either he had it and they gave him the cure, or he never had it. One of the two. One of the two. <laughs> and, and, you know, and it caused a big stink. You know, and it was Thanksgiving of all days. It caused a big stink because I, I expressed simply how I felt. I'm like, I'm not going to, first off, I don't trust the government anyway. And two, I'm not going to trust something that they came up with in such a short period of time when they don't have the cures for everything else out here that are more deadly than COVID. Yeah. And it caused a big stink. And not to mention, I mean, not it's 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 broken up a lot of families. It's it's ended a lot of friendships. It's ended a lot of relationships. All based upon that keyword propaganda, man. Absolutely. I've seen it. You know, I worked 21 years in the hospital and I worked through the majority of the COVID thing. And eventually when they start talking uh, mandates and stuff and our hospital I was working for was really making some dumbass decisions because I worked in actual medical for 11 years in actual like uh, like in the ER and worked in a real hospital. And then I started working in. Uh, psych and addictions in the psych and addictions hospital I was working at was taking on these COVID patients. And I'm like, number one, that's not possible for us to do because we don't have the uh, proper PPE. We don't have a negative pressure room. We don't have the things we need. And we only had like three nurses in the whole entire building and, and myself that had any medical training at all. And you just can't do that. So, yeah. you know, when they started talking about that shit, I was like, fuck you guys. I'm out. I'm not doing it. And yeah. It's like people, I was watching people uh, being put in rooms with uh, other patients that, you know, had addiction issues with a COVID patient. Yes. And I'm like, that's stupid. You can't do that. You know, they have to be in a negative pressure room. You're going to get the entire hospital sick. And, you know, mm -hmm. of course, a lot of people started coming down sick. And I was just like, I can't, I can't do it. So I got out and, you know, I've seen it all. I've seen everybody, like you said, like families are inner fighting. I'm seeing uh, people having babies and not allowing the grandparents to be around the baby because they don't have the shot. Um, yeah. I've seen uh, where people are divorced and they're fighting over their kids. And part of the stipulation is you either get vaxxed or you don't get to see your kids. Yeah. Uh, you know, and the and just it's unreal how COVID just tore this country apart. Right, right. It, it I mean, it ripped through this country like a rabid F five tornado, man. I mean, and even even three years later, man, it's still affecting people in the in in the worst ways possible. Like I still see people riding around in their cars by themselves <laughs> with a mask on. That's here. <laughs> you would think it's all, not. You, it's you not, it's not a funny deal, but man, I mean, it is. You would think being here in Kentucky, you would see a bunch of hillbilly country folk, and you see a bunch of motherfuckers wearing masks while they're driving in their cars, and I'm like, 
are you that dumb? Are right. you that dumb? I can understand right. the older people now, like the 70, 80 year old men and women, you know, they're scared yeah. because they're, you know, they're susceptible because of their health. And, you know, they truly believe what was going around was an actual virus that came naturally. They didn't, they yeah. don't understand that this was a biological weapon that was deployed on the people all around the world. Exactly. And, you know, you try to tell people like something like that and they don't understand or they think you're crazy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I talked to an older gentleman one time about it uh, while I was at the store and he was in his seventies and he was just like, he goes, I, he goes, I really don't trust my government, but I don't know who to believe. So I always wear a mask. And I was like, well, that's fine for you to wear a mask. Cause he was like, he goes, I didn't get the vaccine because I'm afraid my government's telling me it's free. And he goes, that scares the shit out of me. He goes, it reminds yeah. me of world war two. <laughs> <laughs> so i was like so here's some here's some old people telling you that you know they don't trust the government but then they just don't quite know but then you have our generation of people who are you know in their late 30s to 50s that you know they waited a generation too soon now if they would yeah. pull this shit off about 15 years from now they you know would have been hook line and sinker and the country would still be locked down and people would be you know being depopulated absolutely man 100 percent. and you know you got the gen xers that have a little bit of the old and a little bit of the, the new so we got you know we're tech savvy but we're critical thinkers and we can see through the bullshit exactly exactly and they wait they waited just uh they they pulled the trigger just a little too soon mm-hmm mm-hmm because i'll tell you what the generation beneath us man whew we're in trouble we are in trouble i mean barking and dressing up like dogs and cats and going to school and pissing in a damn uh fucking uh litter box and (laughs) yeah no uh, absolutely not you know i asked my i asked my children my daughter just turned 18 in december my son will be turning 16 next month okay i send my kids to school so they could learn you know and it kind of upset me, but at the same time, it didn't really upset me because, come to find out, we were lied to growing up throughout school, too. Right. They're not teaching these kids the Constitution of the United States. My, yeah. my children do not know the Constitution of the United States. My children cannot tell you who the first president of the United States was. Now, what does that say about our educational system? Yep. It's it's decimated, and I talk about that a lot too. About how uh, through Lyndon Baines Johnson, he destroyed the edu- ed- educational system, and you know that's where the destruction of the nuclear family started. Yep. And yep. people need to really, really look into that stuff. I mean, that's what's decimated the uh, black population. You know, they they destroyed the nuclear family in those bigger cities like Detroit, Cleveland, Pittsburgh. Um, and it was for reasons. Yeah. You know? And they didn't want to see Kennedy and Martin Luther King and those people unite people of color. They did not. They feared it because mm-hmm. they seen how strong the movement was. Exactly. And so they had to take them out and, you know, continue to create division. Mhm. Mhm. And you know, I've dude over the past 4 years, man. 
over the past four years, I've been called a little bit of everything. And the main reason I've been called a little bit of everything from conspiracy theorists to I'm just a downright retard, right? Yeah. And the reason being is because I don't have a political affiliation. I never have. Even in high school, when I was in government class, I told them I'm not a Republican nor a Democrat because I don't trust either side. They both sound the Republicans sound good. But what are they doing right now? Look at what's Nothing. going on right now. What are they doing right now to help us? Nothing. Nothing. They're not doing anything. I mean, they're, they're sitting there and they're allowing this deep state regime to come in here and do whatever they want. Now, don't get me wrong. We all can see there's a handful of people in our in our government that actually care about the people and they're fighting for us. But a handful does nothing when they're going up against 200 other politicians. Correct. So I don't have a political affiliation. And because of that, man, I've been called a little bit everything. And I'm just like, I, I just care about the people. So how can I be a conspiracy theorist? How can I be stupid? How can I, how can I be a retard for not trusting my government? Have you not seen anything since 2001? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, that's when I first realized and I joined the military in 2004 because oh. because of um, 9-11. You know, I was 16 years old. I was a sophomore in high school when 9-11 happened. And when 9-11 happened, you know, I felt some kind of way because I was like, this is the government, the, the mainstream media was telling us, hey, this is this is Al Qaeda. This is this is terrorist. And, da, 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 da. and you know, I for the army and I joined the army because I wanted to go stop the people who attacked our country come to find out the people who attacked our country were right here all along right and, and that, so you know, I kind of felt like I joined for no reason but at the same time I joined for the right reasons you know well anybody that joins is it's for the right reasons I, I will never discredit the people that join our military it's a selfless act and you know thank you for your service uh, yes I appreciate and respect my military to a degree. Now, what mm -hmm. we're seeing our military now, I do not. Oh, you know, the people that are serving that are actually there to serve and they're, they're trying to better themselves by going into the military. Absolutely. I, I, I you know, thank you, but Millie and Austin and all these woke motherfuckers that are in here that are doing what they're doing to our military, they're destroying it from the inside out. Yep. And now we're going to be left with no fucking military because you guys forced all the alphas out of the military with this jibby jab. Yep. And now we're stuck with people probably going to use dildo cannons and beat somebody with a dildo versus <laughs> fucking using a fucking, you know, a, a rifle. Yeah, I found out this weekend, this past weekend, that the Air Force's new slogan is diversity will win the next war. Ain't that some shit? <laughs> Ain't that some shit, man? <laughs> I, I, when, when my old lady's brother told me that, I looked at him. I said, we're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> he, he said big time. He said, I'm glad I'm retiring in July. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, man, the, the military compared now compared to when I went in, it's 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 sad. And it doesn't really help that there are people out there, there are there are people in the generation that see what's going on and they don't want to join the military because they see what's going on. Correct. They don't want to be a part of something like that. 
Yeah, and why should we be sent off to fight some rich man's war? Exactly. You know, that's what it's all about. It's all about power and control and uh, yep. gaining resources. Yep. Yep. So, uh, let me get back on track here. Uh, the border, we want to talk about the border. So, what do you feel uh, is the biggest threat at our border? Um, on both sides, north and south, I believe that the biggest threat is the sleeper cells. I mean, we have we do have to worry about the cartel. We have to worry about the the pedophiles and 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 all that stuff coming across. But I I believe that the sleeper cells are our biggest threat. And the reason I believe that is because if anybody knows anything about sleeper cells. They will walk around as normal, average, everyday citizens, and you'd never know they were here. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, when they're activated, boom, here they all go. And if they're coming across the border with as much ease as they're coming across now, when when, when they're activated, they will be able to come across the border in, in, in more numbers, in bigger numbers. You know what I mean? Correct. So... Yeah. I feel like they are the biggest threat and, 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 you know, not to mention we have, we have soldiers from different countries coming across our borders as well. Yeah. And then we're stupid enough to bring in like the Ukrainian soldiers to train at our military bases on our uh, Patriot missile systems. Yes. (laughs) So so you're giving Oklahoma, you give a, a foreign country the ability to come into our country, knowing where our military base is and use our systems to be trained on well, how does that it's, make fucking sense at all it makes no sense to me what also doesn't make sense to me is how are the chinese able to buy land here in america what how is that possible i, I thought no foreign country is supposed to own land in another country uh i can answer that real quick uh back in june of, i think it was june of 2013 uh-huh. uh at the central african union uh conference that they had uh barack obama before this uh, conference gave the chinese eminent domain in our country for the simple fact that we would never be able to pay them back all that money people never heard about it i mean it's out there wow He, he said that uh it was important for them to continue to have their a relationship and as part of that relationship uh knowing that we would never be able to to pay them back he gave them eminent domain in the u.s of things that uh like property and land that wasn't being used now what we're talking about now is you're seeing all this stuff with the train derailments also makes me wonder if they're not you know giving that land to china and saying hey this was contaminated but you can go and mine it and do whatever you want with it yeah yeah and I mean, that makes that makes that makes a lot more sense to me now because I didn't know about Obama giving them in, eminent domain here in America, um, and it all makes sense now because of the ties that Biden has to China. Yeah. So yeah, that makes that makes perfectly good sense now, man. I'm glad you did. I'm glad you brought that up for me. I needed that. Yeah, if I can find the article again, I'll, I'll text it to you. Um, I know it was like in June or July of 2013 because it didn't really get put in the news at all about it. But whenever I was doing some research and I was going through some of the articles, I came across it and I was like, 
That motherfucker gave eminent domain to fucking China? How's that fucking possible? Hmm. But because wow. we owed them, what, 20-something trillion dollars at the time, yeah. they were like, oh, yeah, we're never going to pay it back, so here you can have our land. But you look huh. all around the country and you see everything's popping up with Chinese on it. I mean, you got five Chinese police stations in the U.S. now, so they can, uh, can monitor it, and It's actually more people. than that. It's more than that now? Yeah, they have thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. I know. I know of. I know of two in New York City. I know of two in. Uh, no, one. One in L.A. and I believe they have one in Sacramento, either Sacramento or San Francisco. One of those two, and then they're popping up all over the country now, man. Yeah. And 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 like you said, it's to monitor their their migrants. No, no, no it's not. <laughs> No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> this is China 2.0, and we just don't realize it yet. I mean, yeah. most of us do, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it makes sense with with the 2013 eminent domain with all the stuff that's popping up. I mean, you're seeing more and more Chinese farms. You're seeing more yep. uh, Chinese businesses and manufacturing companies coming in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think uh, somebody told me something about Detroit. I, I have to look that back up but they said there a lot of the stuff that's up there in detroit is now owned by the chinese so really yeah hmm. like all that, the old you know, manufacturing areas that used to be you know ford and you know yeah gm and all that it's all chinese stuff now that does not surprise me does not surprise me one bit man <laughs> And I mean, you just look at what China's doing. They're really positioning themselves. I mean, they're really playing chess while we're playing checkers because, you know, we got a fucking potato as a president. Yeah. And uh, he's helping them. Yeah. He's giving them everything they need. And, you know, you look at China's ability to break the U.S. economy now. Right. uh, With BRICS. You know, we're seeing more and more countries that are breaking off the U.S. dollar and they're going with the yuan. Uh, yeah, they're, they're talking about it's just foreign trade for other things and oil. But, uh, when India came out, I think it was yesterday and announced that they were using the rubies to, uh, trade oil. That should have been an eye opener for everybody. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Right there. I mean, I've been telling people for the past year, you know, it's time to invest in gold. It's time to invest in silver. You know, get your hands on something that's going to hold its value because the dollar's crashing faster than what everybody realizes. Yeah, and I think that's what the, all this is with Trump as well. I mean, I think it's all a, a distraction because they could have they could have indicted him a few weeks ago when they were supposed to. And right. we all know this is a joke anyways. Stormy Daniels came out and she's already said that she didn't have the relations with him. She didn't get any money. Uh, all this other stuff, and that was all from 2005. So if we're doing this for 2005, when do we get to go back to, I don't know, the 80s and work our way back up and start indicting people that are involved in sketchy ass shit? Then, yeah, yeah. What about, what about know, the Bush family? We gonna go you know, after them for 9/11? <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, you know, you mentioned that. You mentioned that, and and I'm I'm sure, I'm sure you've seen the video on TikTok. I've seen it like four or five times. Uh, I believe it was, I can't remember what, where it was, but all the politicians were there. I believe it was Trump's inauguration. I can't remember. I'm not, I'm not for sure. But all the politicians were there, and they were, you know, they all got handed little tiny 
envelopes. Mm-hmm. All of yeah, them. I remember that. So, and the, and I've tried to look in that, and I can't, I can't, I can't find anything personally. But you know, based upon what I see from the video, those look like those may be indictments or arrest warrants. And if that's the case, then if they've all been arrested or if they all been indicted, how are they all still working? You know what I mean? Right. Not unless so, they have some kind of an agreement in place that they're able to still work, but they had to take yeah. a hit financially. But yeah. you don't know. I mean, you can't trust this government. I mean, anything. Uh, Reagan, as Reagan said, you know, the nine most dangerous words in the U.S. is I'm here from the government. I'm here to help. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you got you got these idiots that are out here. Oh, go ahead and take the vaccine; it's free. Why aren't you taking it? You know, it's because we don't fucking trust you. That's why. Exactly. You're offering me money. You're offering me free food. You offered me a basket of fries for a jab. <laughs> Come on, man. I don't know. I'm smarter than that now. Come on. Right. If you truly believe that the government has a good intention for the American people, then you are definitely the sheep and you're the one that's going to wake up and the boots going to be across your throat. And you're going to be like, oh, I should have listened before you hear the, right. the sound of the shot. Yep. Yep. Either that or you're going to be drug out of your house and taken to those 15 minute cities. 15 minute cities or they put you in the, the FEMA camps. It's going to be yeah. something. It's going to be something. It's gonna be something. Um, I think I think I the a, FEMA camps are going to be for me and you, though. Probably, probably more than likely, it's gonna be for people like us. You know, people who who will resist and will fight back. But I'm not going. Nope. <laughs> I'm not, not going. <laughs> I, I'm not going. The only way I'm going is in a box, and that's the only way I can say it. Absolutely, one hundred percent. And I've I've told all my family that you know if the government shows up on my doorstep, I don't care if it's a Monday or a Saturday, and it's just for no fucking reason. And they say we need to talk to you. I'm going to tell them to fuck off. I'm going to shut the door, and then I'm going to fucking cock the shotgun, mm-hmm. and then we're going to get this fucking party started. Yeah, because I'm not I'm not going to go out. I'm not going to be uh, like these J6 people that just walked in the Capitol building for you know a snapshot and be locked up without right. any kind of due process. Right. I mean, any common sense would have told you if they're letting you in, they're not helping you. Absolutely. <laughs> people warned about it, and you know they they still went in. They still did it. They still but, did it. Hey, you can't. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, talking about uh, the bricks and the brick nations and stuff. I mean, you're seeing now, like uh, the price of oil. I think went up today. The barrels are going up. Uh, Saudi Ara- Saudi Arabia just said that they were cutting their production down to five hundred thousand barrels. Yeah, I seen so, that. I seen that this morning. So I can guarantee you we'll probably go out later and gas prices will be up about 50, 60 cents. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, here where I'm at last week, last week gas was at 295 a gallon. That's what it was here. By, by the weekend, it was at 315. It's, it's 329 here. Yep. Yep. It's crazy, it's man. All this is just insane. Everything. And you know, I have to take time 
to break away from the information because if I don't, I'm gonna go crazy. <laughs> yeah. And 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 I I try to I try to tell everybody like you know we're all on TikTok, we're all putting out this information, we're doing hours of countless of countless uh, research and and all this. Take time to take time for yourself. I try to tell people that all the time. Take time, take time to get your mental back correct. Take time to, you know, go out and enjoy life because once you get stuck in these rabbit holes, it is, and it starts spiraling out of control. It can send you into a a, a mental state that is very unhealthy. Yeah, and I've told people that too. That you know, I'm trying to wake people up I work with, and I'm just like. You know, once you go down that rabbit hole, it's going to be hard to get out of it, but you're going to have to take some breaks because it's going to weigh heavily on you because you're going to be like, my whole entire life I was fucking lied to. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Everything was optics for a reason, and now you're going to find out the truth, and then it's going to just weigh you down so much that you just feel like you can't breathe. So yeah. you need to walk away and take some time and uh pamper yourself a little bit to get some fresh air and go out for a walk and stay away from the fucking internet for at least a couple days yes yes take time it's it's it is essential that you do that so how much how much sleep do you get um i'm not much of a sleeper already i mean i average i average about anywhere between four to six hours a night Gotcha. Now I do maybe two to two to four hours. I've yeah. always been that way. I've been that way even even more so back from two thousand four to now is just waking up through all this shit and yeah. Uh, I just don't sleep because I'm continue to think. You know, more can I do? Right. And you know, I, if I like with this podcast, with my TikToks, with uh, everything I do. I'm just hoping I can reach one person, you know, I don't have to, I don't have to have, you know, the big content creator status. I just want to be able to reach out and get to people and let them start thinking, start, you know, praying, um, yeah. And doing their research. Yeah. If I yeah, can start right. somebody to do that, I I've done my job. Exactly. Exactly. And, and my buddy, he's a really, really good friend of mine, man. We've been friends for 20 years almost. And, and he, he he likes to mess. He's like, oh, Mr. TikTok Famous is in the house. And I have to tell him every time, hey, look, man, I'm not in it for the to be famous. I said, I'm, I'm in it because what's going on is dangerous to every last one of us. And I want everybody to at least have a chance to see what I'm talking about. And that's all that matters to me. If I can wake up one person, like you said, then I did my job. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's just something that we can stress to the people who are listening right now is to get out into your communities. Yes. And start talking to people, have conversations. Mm -hmm. I don't care if it's at the grocery store, at the gas station. Talk to people. Talk to people. Get out. Get to know one another. Know your farmers. Know your ranchers. I was just getting ready to say and (laughs) stop going to the grocery stores. Talk to your local farmers. <laughs> now, now, did you happen to see where the I think it was in Missouri that passed the bill where they're going to start uh, using the mRNA technology shots on the pigs and cows? Oh, dude. Oh, dude. Hey, they're already doing that. They, they've already they've already infected. Oh, OK. 
Okay, let me stop. Let me back up for a second. <laughs> okay, do you have you seen the documentary Watch the Water? Yes. Okay, that guy in that documentary, he also has another interview with someone else, and he's talking about how they've already affected a hundred million animals with this mRNA technology. Yeah. And I, I suspected it for a while now since uh, Bill Gates has been buying up all the farmland. Farmland. And he also, his his little rat-looking ass, he, he <laughs> irritates me. His face irritates me. <laughs> but, I just want uh, to punch the screen anytime I see it. <laughs> yes, yes. He's buying up all this land where our water table is. Have you been paying yep. attention to that too? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's doing what T. Boone Pickens did. I don't know if you remember who T. Boone Pickens was, but he was the one that was originally going around and buying up all the land with the water aquifers on it. And he's the one that said, coined the term that water is the new gold. And so he was draining all these water aquifers and selling it off to third world countries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He got, crazy? His hand, he got his hand caught in the and uh, I think it was Lake Huron or Lake Michigan, one of the two. He was draining the Great Lakes. And they asked him what the fuck he was doing. And he's like, he was draining the water for, uh, I think he was saying for scientific purposes. But it wasn't. Well, of he course. Was, <laughs> he, was, he, he was putting it on a ship and sending it over to these third world countries and selling it for a, a huge price. Hmm. See, it's all about money. It's all about money and power, man. And it, it's crazy. Because like like I said, you like I said earlier, you don't know what the person standing next to you is. They could be a terrorist, they could be a murderer, they could be a pedophile, and you wouldn't even Correct. And, and the corruption like, the corruption just goes so deep, it's ridiculous. And like you were saying, as far as like having a political affiliation, I was kind of centered for majority of my life. I just you know I was more in the constitutionalist phase, but once I was in that, I was just like, they aren't even doing anything by the Constitution anyways. They've right. all violated their oaths of office, so why are we still continuing to allow them to be the voice for the people? Because they're not. Exactly. They're corporations, and they're mm -hmm. voice for the shadow government that runs them. That's right. That's but, right. But, you know, I mean, with, when Trump came in, I don't think they expected Trump to win. I think that was just kind of a, a surprise to them. Yeah. I'm still trying to dig down that rabbit hole as well on trying to figure Trump out right now because he's doing a lot of stupid shit. But, you know, his policies were what really attracted me to him. Because at first I thought it was going to be a publicity stunt. I thought, well, you know, he's got the celebrity apprentice and he runs yeah. the miss america so he just wants to have another tagline to his name that you know he got to be president right then you seen he was america first he wanted to bring back all of our production get away from china be completely independent and away from all these other countries Yep, That made more sense to me that, okay, now this guy is doing what I believe. I wish he would kind of shut up a little bit because he kind of, you know, some of the things he says is correct. When he's going around calling it fake news and shit, I fucking laugh my ass off because he's yes. correct. Yes. But sometimes he gets into these these arguments with, with the media and it's just like, dude, just shut up. You've already beat him. Right. <laughs> you, you don't need to beat them down anymore because you're just not going to go anywhere with it. I mean, just by calling them fake news crippled the whole fucking country. Exactly. 
I mean, everybody couldn't believe, oh my God, he called CNN fake news. We watch CNN every night. Well, they are fucking fake. They are fake. It's right along with Fox News and, <laughs> and all Fox of them. And MSNBC, all of them, because people don't realize these news corporations are owned by six, you know, companies. Yes. Yes. 90, I think it's 93% of our news media is controlled by opposition and by the elites. Uh-huh. So whatever narrative they want to push, they're going to push. Yeah. And see, a lot of people, you know, even the people that are like me and you, man, where we we do our countless hours of research and we got the information and stuff like that. There's people out here who have the information and have no idea what the globalist plan is. Like no, they've I've, I've 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 mentioned uh, Agenda 21. To multiple people, no one knows who that was. No, no one knows what that is. Then I've said Agenda Thirty. No one knows what it is. <laughs> like you guys, okay, y'all are awake to the information. Come on, like you gotta know what these agendas are. Right. What you see right now is the agenda. <laughs> well, it's, it's the same way with me. I'll bring up. I'll be like, uh, you know, these are the people that are in the thirteen bloodlines, and people are like what the fuck are you talking about? 13 bloodlines. I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. I was like, you got a long ass way to go. You gotta go yes. This is like the longest book ever. You gotta go to the very first fucking page. Yeah. Yeah. And people, people just think that you're crazy. And then all of a sudden they start seeing some of the stuff and they're just kind of like, you was right. <laughs> I was like, uh-huh. I know I was right, but I wanted you to uh-huh. look it up for yourself. So you could just tell yourself, Oh yeah, he was right. But, I did the research and I found it. And I'm not one of those people that when you, when I tell you something, you don't believe me. And then you go find out on your own. I'm not one of those people who's looking for a, you are, you were right. Right. Cause I know, I know I was, I know I was <laughs> right. I just wanted you to find out on your own. And since you didn't believe me, you went and you found out on your own. So thank you. Yes, I was right. <laughs> and trust me, whenever I was working in the hospital, the announcement that came over about the pandemic and the, the COVID shit, everybody just kind of stopped and looked back at me. And they're like, are you like fucking Nostradamus or something? Because you've been talking about this shit well before all this stuff even happened. I was like, that's the thing. You guys don't fucking listen. I was like, I may be talking shit. I may be saying stuff. But if you don't go and look it up for yourself and see that maybe I was right, then it's only your fault for not believing anything that I was trying to tell you. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm not trying to be a dick or anything. I'm oh, just, I'm I just want now. you to know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm with you, man. I'm, I'm being a dick about it, too. <laughs> if, you're, if, if you're still taking your seventh booster shot, I'm going to be a dick. <laughs> yes, big time, big time. I'm going to talk so much shit, I'm going to make you cry. <laughs> I've had COVID 13 times. I can't figure it out. I'm on my seventh booster, but I can't figure out why I'm keep getting sick. Well, motherfucker, oh. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> it's the shit you got in your body, man. Uh, what I, what do I know, right? in there. <laughs> what do I know? I don't know anything. I'm just a conspiracy seen, theorist. I never seen a Jew say, "Hey, I love gas." <laughs> <laughs> Ever. 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 No. No. You see a Jew and they see a room that looks awfully like a fucking gas chamber. I'm pretty sure they're going to say, "Fuck that shit." Right. Right. Yeah, no. 
Bad memories. <laughs> Learn from history, and I mean, like yeah. true history. That I mean, there's a reason why it repeats. Mm-hmm. And that's why mm-hmm. they're tearing down statues all across this country. That's why they're trying to destroy our uh, constitutional uh, rights. They mm-hmm. they want to take everything away from us because they want that control. Yeah, yeah, and uh, uh, control, gun control. Okay. Yeah. You know about the Nashville thing, right? Yeah. I don't even want to touch that subject because I, dude, <laughs> dude, I, I, man, okay. We're just going to say okay about that situation. But once again, right after a mass shooting happened, they start talking about gun control. And this time, they're not ruling out confiscation. And right. I explained to my, I explained to my old lady, I said, look, I said, baby, if they start going door to door trying to confiscate people's guns, 1776 is going to commence right then and there. Oh, for sure. She said, you think so? I said, I know so. (laughs) I know so. Now, they might be able to pull that shit off like in a Democratic ran state on some of the people, you know, because, I mean, look at what Australia did. I mean, the, the people were stupid to fucking give up their guns there, but. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's all about the way they fucking they play the mind game with people. And there's some people that are out there. They're like, well, I don't want to go to jail. Away. Well, I'm going to try to be in a fucking casket six feet deep before I ever, ever give my gun away. That's right. That's I right. Have, people don't realize it's your inheritance right. It's not exactly. constitutional right. The Constitution protects that inheritance right. To protect from yourself the government. from government, from any kind of, you know, somebody trying to attack you. Yep. I mean, it's your protect. It's your right to be protected, period. Yep. yep. And people don't yep. believe this shit. And they're like, well, where'd you hear that at? In the fucking Constitution. And, it's in the uh, Constitution if you right. just read. <laughs> right. <laughs> God-given right. Yeah, well, you know, some people, those will be the ones that'll go first. And, um... Listen, my, my dad, I'm originally from Georgia. I was born in Georgia and my dad still lives down there and it's a Democrat state. Oh, he, he can't stand it, man. He hates it. He hates it. He hates it. And he's been going down there spending thousands and thousands of dollars on guns and ammunition because, because they're trying to enforce the confiscation law down there. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of states are pushing the red, red flag laws too. I mean, it's, yeah. It's it's all going to come to a head, but you know mm-hmm. I think this is why we see the insurgencies that are in this country that are coming through the border, as we were talking yep. about earlier. That uh, you're seeing military age males coming across. They're saying, "Oh, well, they're trying to come o- across here for their family." Uh, no, when you're between no. the ages of 16 and 40, you're a military age male, and you're getting a card, a phone, and a trip to a hotel with a bunch of other people that are just like you that are being trained in places in Central America and in Mexico. And you're coming up here and you're being put in these hotels for a reason. Yep. Yep. And they're being put people in all say, these big cities. But yeah, people say, people say they're coming here for their families. Well, why aren't their families with them? Now right. I get that, you know, in some cases you may have to leave your family behind to get a jump start. But I'm sorry, military age, 16 to 40, you're 
you don't have nobody with you but a book bag. Uh, yeah. That's military. Right. They're not going to, uh, they're, they're not coming over here for their family. Some people may be, but most of the families will travel together because <clears throat> I have a family. If I leave for another country, I'm taking my family with me. I'm not going by myself and leave right. my family behind. <laughs> yeah, no, see, I work in a distribution center, so I work around a bunch of people from all all around the world, and the majority of them, of course, are Mexican, and I have conversations what I can with them, and, you know, a lot of them are here for the right reasons, and, you know, mm-hmm. they they work, you know, a regular job, and then they have, you know, second and third jobs where they're working in restaurants or whatever, and they send all their money back home to Mexico. And I get that. I understand. They're trying to get the their people to come up here, their family members, because they have to do it. Um, because in order to get into the country, I think one of them was telling me that the work visa was like 5800 bucks. Ooh. Now, if you're a poor person from a third world country, you're not going to have 5800 bucks. No. So, you know, they're they're working to pay that off and then they're sending what they have left. That's why they work two and three jobs is so that way they can pay off their work visa and then also try and get their family members to come. Yeah. But then you have the flip side of that, of which a lot of it's cartels. You have these insurgencies, uh, human traffickers. You have all these people coming through our border and they, they don't want to do anything. They don't want they don't want to protect our border and that should be a eye-opener for everybody yeah especially i think it was last week or the week before joe biden and justin trudeau signed an agreement that they would ship the people coming through the north border back to canada now how the fuck are you gonna do that and not do it to the south yeah why not the south why not just close it all the way around right so <clears throat> no that just, let's that leave that it just open. goes to show yeah yeah, and you know, dude, it's uh, it's mind blowing. Just, just, just everything, dude. You know, and, and the fact that what gets me, this is what gets me, is we all see this happening, and we have people talking about, oh, oh, I'm gonna do this, and I'm gonna do that, and I'm gonna do this, and I'm gonna do that. Okay, you're saying all this stuff, but yet you keep posting videos on TikTok. You keep posting videos on Facebook and stuff like that. Okay, if you want to organize a group, social media is not the way to do it. No. Why? Because they are watching that. They are tracking that. You have to exchange phone numbers. You have to have real conversations with real people in order to organize something like this. And I I see these people on TikTok all the time. Oh, yeah, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. Well, no, nothing's happening. You guys are just talking. 100%. And that's what was the problem with me with a lot of these groups, uh, like three percenters and stuff like that. A lot of now I'm not saying every three percenter is that way. I've seen some groups that have done some really good stuff of getting together and, and doing things, but there's a lot of them that it's all talk. You know, they don't want to, they want to sit at home and be on their phone and doing, you know, Instagram and TikTok videos. You there? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, if you're going to do it, you have to do it the right way. And I don't, I I mean, yeah, exchanging phone numbers, but if uh, you're smart, you're going to go and you're going to meet somewhere and you're going to leave your fucking phones at home. 
because that's just another way they're going to fucking track you and listen to you. Um, So, you know, you got to be smart about how you're going to do it and you better vet everybody that you're involved with. And this is the reason why I don't stick to groups like 3% and Proud Boys and people like that is because they're infiltrated as fuck. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> exactly. You don't know who you're talking to unless you can vet them and they were your best friend from age three on up and you have a pretty good gauge on if they're really going to be a friend or if they're selling you out. Right. Right. And, that's, and, that, and that, that comes from the government. I mean, they've done everything they could psychologically to fuck with people. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's mm-hmm. what happened with the Oklahoma City bombing. People think that Timothy McVeigh was some kind of like fucking terrorist. This was the fucking U.S. government that did this shit. They infiltrated a militia. They infiltrated a militia that he was involved in and pinned it on his ass. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Just like Lee Harvey Oswald. They pinned that shit on him and it was our own government. Our own government. It's throughout history. Yeah. Every, Every president that has gone against the narrative... Has wound up dead. Yep. And I tell people about that, about uh, Ronald Reagan. I was like, he was in there doing what he was wanting to do. He didn't cooperate with the way they were wanting him to do things. And what did they do? They took an assassination attempt on his ass and they dismissed killing him. Yep. And then after that, he completely changed 180 and started to comply and do what they wanted him to do. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what the government uses is fear. They use fear in everything that they that they attack us with. And then once they realize that the fear mongering isn't working, then they resort to violence. Yep. And I mean, that's uh, shit. What was I going to say? Anyways, yeah, I'll let you go back to what you're saying. Yeah, uh, they uh, they resort to violence. And then once uh, and then if the violence doesn't work, then. What do they do? They pout like children. (laughs) They they, they sit in their corners and they pout and they come up with another plan to try to eliminate the problem, quote unquote. Correct. Yeah, uh, I know what I was going to say is that's what's wrong with our government, our our leaders, so-called. You could be out there and you could be wanting to do what you're wanting to do, but this is why they do things to individuals that are like senators and house republicans and and democrats they'll take you to a, where there's cocaine and strippers and then they get the uh-huh. the the upper hand on you by taking pictures so they have blackmail on your ass so that way if you don't comply they're going to leak it it's exactly what they did to madison Cawthorn from north carolina the young guy that was in the wheelchair that was one of the uh trump guys that's what they did to him if you don't play ball and you don't do what they want you to do and cooperate with the, the corporations and, and the tactics they want to use, they're going to blackmail you and you're going to be out of office. Yep. Yep. And that's, why, that's, that's why I was saying, uh, at first I really liked Marjorie Taylor green. I thought she was coming in hot and she was saying all the right things. And then after that speaker vote, she fucking flipped on a dime. And now she's yeah. all for Kevin McCarthy and she's all for the establishment. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And she started playing these political theater games of, 
carrying in a white balloon to the house, you know, the say the union speech and yelling and screaming during the say that is all for theatrics. That's all, all it is, man. That's all it is. And, you know, she had me fooled. Marjorie Taylor Greene had me fooled because at first, like, you know, I, all right, we finally got one in there that's really for the people. And then, like you said, the theatrics started happening. Oh, well, they flipped her pretty quick. Yeah, there, uh, there's just a there's a few of them that are in there that are still fighting and still trying to do what's right. But th- they're going to have to cave. They're going to give in. You know, Matt Gates. I think he's great. Um, I think he was doing a, a great thing by standing up to the House Speaker vote. And he's been saying a lot of the great things. But now you can see even he's slowly turning gears to the other uh-huh. direction as well. Uh huh. We all we heard is we're going to hold people accountable. We're going to indict this person and that person. We're going after the Hunter Biden laptop as soon as we're, you know, we're through this. And what what's happened? Nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. nothing. The American people want Make transparency. It sound good. Yeah, the American people want transparency, but we're not seeing anything. We're only being mm-hmm. we're only seeing what you want to show us. And you, you make it sound like you're doing something, but all you're doing is you're just moving your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. You're making it sound good to make us try to, all right, yeah, woohoo. But then your actions doesn't match what you're saying. And I think that's the importance of what we need to do as uh, we the people is we just need to absolutely abolish the government. Yes. yes. Do what our founding fathers did way back when. <laughs> Send them a letter saying, hey, we don't want to fucking follow along with your stupid fucking rules because you're not following along with the Constitution. So fuck off. We're not going to we're not going to do it anymore. Everybody sit their ass at home, not go to work. Yep. Clap, bitch, and just start over. Dude, I have been saying that for a year. We all, everybody, all 350 million people in America. Stop working. Just stop working. Stop working for one week. One week. That's all it takes. We will, ha- we will have them spinning out of control, and they will come begging. They will come begging. And then that's when we start. That's when we put out our list of demands. Look, you start working for us first and foremost. If you're not going to work for us, you're fired. Yeah, I agree to a point with that. The uh, I would definitely, we should all sit at home, let it spin out of control. But my thing is we need to go in and arrest every single fucking one of them. Exactly. Have a trial out on the National Mall Mm -hmm. and break out the gallows and start having necktie parties. Yep. Because they all violated their oath to office. They all Mm -hmm. stole from us. They've given all of our money to Ukraine and other countries. Yep. Uh, they are constantly attacking the American people by other ways through proxy wars, through uh, black flag and false flag operations in this country. Raising uh, taxes every two months. Yeah, uh, it, it needs to be a nice, violent, subtle way to remind people that are going to run for government and be part of our government. You do this shit. This is what's going to happen. Yeah. It's like the old yeah. tar and feather days. I keep saying it. Bring back tar and feather, please. Politician is fucking taken on the side. Take their ass out in the middle of the air. 
tar and feather them and hang them. Yep. And all you have to do is one time. You do it to one person. You do it to one politician, and they'll all they'll be well, well, well. Shit, I don't, I don't want to be a part of that. Yeah, well, you better flip the script, or you'll be next. Simple as that. I agree with you one hundred percent, man. You know, I, 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 I don't want violence, but no. deep down in my heart, I feel that violence is going to be the only way that we can take this country back. Yeah, it's that's the only way because it's going to take and people wonder why they're like, well, what are you waiting for? Why don't you go do something about it? Well, that's not how we're going to do this. No, no. We're going to first we need to try and do what I said. We need to abolish. We just need to ignore all their fucking stupid laws. Don't go to work and force them. Now, if it comes to where they want to send somebody down our streets to come and get us, that's when we can become violent because then yeah. we can become offensive because they want to try and do something to us. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And people always get the misconception of how this country was founded. Everybody wants to say, well, our founding fathers violently overthrew the British. No, they did not. Mm-mm. They sent the letter across the pond to the king and said, we're declaring our independence. Fuck you. We're doing what we want to do. And if you decide you want to come after us, then here you go. And, you know, we already had British loyalists that lived in this country. And, you know, some of them would try to attack us. And that's why we had the Minutemen. The Minutemen yep. defended the cities. And that's what we need to start getting back to those old ways of having Minutemen for our cities. And being prepared to abolish this government and take it for what it's worth and defend ourselves when we have to. Exactly. And I think that I think that people are too afraid, man. Uh, I mean, I look around, I look around and I hear conversations and I watch people's demeanor and stuff like that. And it's just like, you know, I understand if you're scared. I get it. I mean, because it is a scary thing. You're 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 talking about doing something in a violent manner. That's. It's, it's, it's never a, a, hey, yeah, we're happy about this, you know, so it's never going to be pretty. It's not going to be a pretty thing. It's going to be ugly no matter what. But if, you, if you're afraid to lose what you have, I'm sorry. I, I live in a two-bedroom apartment right now, man. I could lose this tomorrow and it wouldn't bother me. You know what I mean? Right. Because I, I know how to survive. I can I can survive, you know. But it's the fact of don't you – you should set I think you should set your fear aside for the future of our children and our grandchildren because if we continue to sit back and not do anything and we let our fear take us over our kids are going to be living in 15 minute cities our kids are going to be in FEMA camps and stuff like that they're going to have the palm chips in their hands they're going to have the forehead chips in their hands and I don't want that so Nobody I understand that. that. I understand the fear, but you have to set the fear aside for the greater good of the people, because that's ultimately what it's about. And, you know, I did a video, I don't know, three or four months ago back on TikTok, and I talked about the great explorers of, uh, of the days back then when they were trying to explore the, the world. And I was like, do you not think that the, those men had fears? It's the great unknown. Yeah. You yeah. you have to just understand that we have to take a chance. Exactly. If we don't take that chance, 
we're enslaving our future. Exactly. We're giving up the inheritance rights that we gain through the Constitution to be protected, and we're all going to be slaves. We're all going to be uh, put in these camps. We're going to be forced to do shit we don't want to do. Um, we won't own anything and be happy as they want to say. As they say. <laughs> and, I mean, who wants that? Do you want that and not even take a chance on at least trying to protect your freedom? Yeah, absolutely I, not. I don't care. I will die on that hill all day long to protect what's for the future. I don't care about That's myself. Right. I'm 46 years old. Right. I've lived. I've lived 46 years longer than a lot of other people. Uh-huh. And now it's about protecting what this country was about. Yes. People can yes. say that this this country was founded upon violence and that you know it was what it was back then. But it was men that took a chance of trying to come here and better their lives. Yes. It wasn't yes. wasn't particularly the greatest solution to do what they did to the Native Americans. But that's all about war. That's all about what happens when civilizations shift. Yeah. I mean, it's not a good thing. No, I don't. I, I, I totally agree. It's what our country has gone through in the past should be the reason why we make our future better than what we dealt with in the past. Exactly. Quit living in the past. Let's put things forward to the future and have a better country and a better way for our generations to grow up because if not it's over and, it's over and we're right there i would have never in a million years would have thought i'd be 46 years old living in the united states one of the greatest countries on earth and we're getting ready to become a third world country yeah yeah and we're just gonna I let it there, happen i think that i think <laughs> that often as well man i'm 37 there's no way i thought i'd see this in my lifetime I, I mean, I knew it would probably be somewhere the down the road. I mean, I knew it would probably be somewhere down the road because of the way things were going. But, I mean, it's been fast-tracked. I mean, you know, the twenty Agenda 21 that you're talking about, Agenda 2030, now they have Event uh, 25 that's coming uh -huh. up, 2025. That means it's going to happen at probably towards the end of this year. Yeah. Yeah. We We have a matter of months. Mm -hmm. And we better wake the fuck up real fast or it's gone real fast or it's it's going to be at our doorsteps and boom, <clears throat> we, we just got blindsided. You know, and talking about that uh, with the H.R. Bill 2617, the Fed Now Act, um, it's supposed to go in place sometime this week is what I was hearing that we will completely become a cashless society, um, won't be able to buy stuff with cash you know i mean we a lot of people don't usually anyways but yeah. that's also you're having another freedom taken away from you the ability to have physical money in your hand yeah it's also the ability to buy what you want because once you get on this digital currency system and get into all this shit that they're wanting to do you go to try and purchase something that they don't like they will decline you and then they will yep. fine you yep and yep. people better wake up to that. Mm -hmm. You want that mm -hmm. loaf of bread? Well, you didn't do what you were supposed to do last week, so you're not going to get it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, that is that is total that is total control. I mean, and if people want to live their lives like that, then 
continue to go ahead and do what you're doing. Continue to live your life as you live right now. But, man, I refuse to be controlled. You know, I, <laughs> I'm a firm believer in free to do what you want. Literally, you're free to do what you want. That's what our forefathers wrote the Constitution for. That's what God has given us all these rights for, to do what we want. And the moment you let man control you, you're no longer a servant of God. Nope, you're a servant of the people, or the uh, the powerful people. Yep, yep. I, I, and I refuse. I, I won't. <laughs> I just won't. Now, you know, they also have the Restrict Act that's come out, uh, Senate Bill 686. This is the TikTok bill that they want to say it's about TikTok, and it's not. Yeah. Because if it was about TikTok and, and the Chinese spying on American people, they'd be more concerned about the devices that we have in our hands, in our homes, what we drive. Uh, you know, people don't realize they can listen to you in your car. Yeah, you know, they have they, the access yeah. to do it, and they can also remote access your car. Yeah, Just, that's what happened to Ann Hesh. <laughs> yep, that happened to uh, God, uh, uh, investigative journalist that had the drop on some of the stuff that was going on, and he was driving to uh, his lawyer's office, and he was on the phone with him saying, you know, he had uh, specific information about what was going on and the FBI was listening in on him and they were coming for him. And on his way, his car veered off the road and ran into your post and he was killed instantly and caught on fire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that just goes <laughs> to show if you have like OnStar and shit in that you're in your vehicle. Yeah. They're going to listen to you and they can also remote access your car. That's why they want you completely on electric vehicles because then oh. they have real control of your car. Exactly. Exactly. I seen the video on Ann Hesh, man. Um, she had just left her hairstylist and they said that she was in a great mood and there was nothing wrong with her. And there's a, okay, she, the street that she's going down, there's a house that had a ring camera. Okay. And, you know, ring cameras have the video and the sound. And if you listen, if you listen, you can hear her trying to hit the brakes, like the tires squealing from her trying to stop. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then the car slams into an apartment building. Boom. Supposedly she's dead. But then she wakes up on the gurney on the way to the ambulance. Yeah, I've seen that video. I think I've yeah. seen the ring ring cam video too, but yeah, I mean, it just goes to show, I mean, everything's going to be optics and they're, you know, if you have a drop on somebody and you're going to do, I think, what was it? The, uh, uh, movie about human trafficking. I think it was for uh, on lifetime. She was supposed to be doing some movie on it and yeah. that they said, that's why. Yep. Yep. The, um, um, Dr. CB, do you know who that is? Yes. Okay. So they did the same thing to him. He was about to come out with the cure for cancer, and, well, they killed him. And I don't know. I don't know if you keep up with, with rappers much, but there's a there was a rapper named Nipsey Hussle. Yep. Who was getting who was getting ready to come out and do a documentary about Dr. CB. And then boom, Nipsey Hussle gets killed. 
you know, yeah. and then yeah. Anne Hesh with the movie, you know. <laughs> then you had uh, uh, Chris Cornell and yes. uh, Chester Bennington who were going Chester to do Bennington. the human trafficking that was happening through the Clinton Foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, then there were talks, and I'm still trying to find out more information about about Paul Walker, that uh, he was doing some humanitarian aid for Haiti, and he also discovered the stuff on the Clinton Foundation down there, uh, human trafficking. And that's why mm-hmm. he was killed the way he was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I've actually dug into the Paul Walker story and um, there's nothing really definitive out there that shows that, it, that you know, it was a legitimate accident or um, or, or a setup. There's nothing out there legitimately. And, and even the story, if you read, if you read the story about Paul Walker, it it has lots of holes in it. Yeah. You know, how are you barreling down a S curve road at 90 miles an hour and you didn't crash sooner than what you did? Because I'm pretty sure that if you go down an S curve, a sharp S curve, in which they said he did, you can't go no faster than about 35 miles an hour. Correct. So how'd you manage to get up to 90 mile an hour? on S-curves and crash that fast. And I think they tried to kill Tiger Woods, too, and it didn't work. Yeah, I, I believe that, too. I was actually talking to somebody about that about a year ago, that I thought that he had some dirt on somebody. And I think that's what happened with Kobe Bryant as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm seeing stuff surface about the Kobe situation. Um, now it's – it's yeah, it's it's something about Kobe. Kobe was along the lines with uh, – Paul Walker, I do believe he was yeah, trying to he, do the same thing as Paul. From what I heard, he he was tied into some humanitarian stuff too, and it yeah. just makes me wonder he didn't come across some shit that he was going to expose as well. Right, right. And that uh, reporter was Michael Hastings, that was uh, out in Los Angeles. He's an investigative reporter that he went and he had. So it was he was tied to Julian Assange and Ed Edward Snowden. So oh, he was okay. dropped some information on, on the FBI and the FBI and, uh, uh, remote controlling his car and causing him to crash and get killed. Yeah. It, t- but, but it's just <sighs> a lot. It's just a wild world that we're living in right now. And it's just like, uh, are we living in the upside down? <laughs> Exactly. Did we jump timelines or something? <laughs> Are we stuck in purgatory? What the hell is going on in here? I mean, somebody help me out because I can't figure it out, man. And you know, and, and you know what's sad? What's sad about it is, you know, you see these celebrities going down the way they did. Even yeah. average people like you and I have to worry about that, right? You know what I mean? Just because of what we're doing on the social media platforms. Oh, I'm paranoid. As- oh yeah, me too, dude. Uh- I don't sit. I, I'm sitting here right now, and I have two firearms sitting right next to me. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same here. <laughs> I'm sitting in my podcast studio with my handgun on my lap. I'm just like, <laughs> it's like, and it's sad because who would have thought? Who would have thought that we would have to be like this? You know what I mean? Right. But it's so bad, it's almost like necessary to have to be like this. You do, and it's like I got security cams all around my house, so I have a 360-degree view of everything <laughs> coming in. Uh, I was so paranoid the other day. We came home, and I was backing into my driveway, and I seen this black Impala all blacked out, 
slow rolling and it had you know the wheels kind of like the un- undercover cars do uh-huh. and it slowly creeped around i live at the end of a uh a cul-de-sac and he circled around and as soon as he came around it said uh kentucky state official i was like are you fucking kidding me i was like they're getting ready to come up in this motherfucker so uh-huh they're planning was, something dude <laughs> i was upstairs looking out through the window i was sitting there waiting and waiting and like Nothing ever came of it, but like a couple weeks later, I was outside and I was looking up in the sky and there was a, a steady object that was above the the, the tree line in my uh, neighborhood. And I was like, the fuck is that? Right. And, you know, I was like, is that a fucking helicopter? Because that's what it looked like. Like it was just sitting still and yeah. eventually it went away. But I was like, are they fucking getting ready to come raid my fucking house or something? Cause I always get these really bad intuitions and I always just, I'm like, okay, I'm going to just get myself prepared just in case. Yes. I mean, cause you never know, man, you never know. And like I said, who would have thought that we would have to be like this? <laughs> right. You know, I remember there was a time in my life where I could walk around freely and I didn't have a care in the world. Right. Now I leave my house. I look left. I look right. I look behind me. <laughs> my mom says I look like a crackhead in public, but I'm like, look, I, I'm mom. <laughs> well, I mean, you got to be. I mean, with like the inflation that's going on right now, I mean, you're getting, you're seeing more and more people getting robbed. Yes. I talked to this with a uh, Clint House, Duck House. We were on uh, last week, and we were doing our show, and I was like, you know what? I was like. Think about it this way. The people who used to be able to afford three meals can only afford two. Mm-hmm. The people who could only afford two can only uh, afford one. Mm-hmm. Now you got the people who only could afford one. They're going to start reaching those desperate measures. And that's why you're seeing more higher crime rates and muggings and robberies. And people are getting desperate. Yes. Yes. I went and... to Walmart and spent uh what was it like 119 dollars and it was only for like 11 items yes i was like it's kind of (laughs) depressing yeah and people out here listening please uh start preparing start buying water rice dry goods absolutely get extra batteries get get things where you're going to have at least three to six months worth of food if you can try and make it to a year's worth of supplies but just for any reason three months needs to be your minimum minimum three months and make sure you have a go bag yes have one in your car have one uh, if you have a garage have one in there as well I have yes. three. I have three go bags. I have one in my vehicle, one in my garage, and one sitting next to the fucking door. Yes, <laughs> yes. If I yes. can't make it to my garage, and I have a <laughs> bag, it's right there, and I can get it, and I'm gone. Yes, yes. <laughs> I have two. My old lady has one, so we're good. <laughs> and make sure you have maps. Get maps of your areas. Yes, it's very vital. You need to know yes. and stay out of the woods. Don't run to the woods first thing. That's a wrong thing to do. Yes. Yes. If you don't know those woods, the people who hunt in those woods and train in those woods are going to shoot your ass. You'll hear exactly. the shots. That be it. <laughs> exactly. And for those of you who are bad with directions, please, please make sure you have a compass. Yes. My old lady is terrible with directions. She has three compasses. 
<laughs> I got one. In, I got one in every bag. It doesn't matter. I'm yes. good with direction, but I'm still gonna have a compass on me. But yes, yes, uh, yes. I'll plug it here, and everybody, if you need help with this, and I mean, even if you are an expert, go take Mister Freedom Sticks Survival Course. It's like a three-hour course. He goes over everything. He'll give come up with an action plan for you. He'll go over your action plan. He'll find out all the holes that are in your action plan and what you're planning on doing, but have multiple action plans and just be prepared. But go check his uh, site out, and uh, you can go onto my link tree on TikTok and uh, Instagram, Twitter. It's on there. He has an awesome virtual uh, survival course that he will direct you, and it's a personal uh, it's like 19 or 20 people are in the room. Usually it's like a zoom virtual survival course and he will help you. Awesome. Or reach out to me. Uh, I've been doing survival and been doing prepping for a long time now. Um, listen to a little extra Lambo's podcast. He has the uh, dollar tree or dollar store uh, preparation segment where he goes over everything you can go to the dollar store to get to start stocking up so it's important imperative just for the fact that it might be for economic downturn but for even just you know natural disasters you know so right go check them out so uh let's see what's uh, what else is on my list here uh chinese balloon We've seen today where it came out um, that they were going over our military installations. I kind of kind of figured that that's what they were doing. I think yeah. they were kind of surveying what our military was up to. Yep. And that's something to be concerned about because if they – and it was in real time, so it was transmitting back to Beijing. Um, so they're planning on something or something's getting ready to go down. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. I seen that this morning as well. As a matter of fact, I'm looking at it right now and boy, they went across quite a few of our military bases. Yep. And see, I live here in Kentucky. So just about an hour and a half south of me is uh, Fort Campbell, Kentucky. So that's a concerning thing for being around that because if there's any kind of nuclear shit that goes off uh it'll be hitting here near me yeah um that's uh that's pretty cool uh whereabouts in kentucky because i did my i did my military training at fort knox at fort knox i live in western kentucky uh do you know where evansville indiana is evansville indiana that's that's right on the tip isn't it yeah that's right at the tip uh it's right on the ohio river um, yeah. I live I live right across the bridge from Evansville in a little town called Henderson, Kentucky. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, so that, that's pretty cool, man. Kentucky. I have I seem to have quite a few ties to Kentucky. I got a couple other buddies who live out there, but they live closer to uh, Virginia, West Virginia. Oh, gotcha. Kind of yeah, like and then I have, the Ashland area. Yeah, yeah, and I have a I have a family member who lives in Paducah. Oh, that's not too far from here either. Yeah, yeah. So I got a lot of ties. I did my training there, like I said. So I got a lot of ties in Kentucky. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I, I grew up in Evansville, and then I just had to get out of Evansville because uh, Evansville 
is Chicago or Little Chirac now because we're having constant shootings every day, murders every day, because all the people that are from Chicago and Milwaukee and Madison, Wisconsin and East St. Louis, they all come here. It's called a paradise for them. And they send all their people over here whenever they're being sought after by the police. Really? Yeah, so I had to get out of Evansville because I was getting tired of all the shootings that were going on. But, of course, it's going to follow you, and it's followed over to Henderson and other little areas. But we have uh, I-69 that goes through here, and I was totally against I-69 whenever they start talking about the project because that's the superhighway from Mexico to Canada. So I was like, you guys don't understand what you're ushering in when you got this super highway, because now all the cartels are going to be coming up through here, and then you're going to have all the other bullshit coming through. Yes, exactly, man. And But this is what they want, though. I mean, they want all that nonsense going through our country. Yeah, I mean, we got people falling over left and right with the fentanyl crisis and everything is hitting pretty hard here. Uh Louisville is decimated with the the heroin and the fentanyl, and oh, it's just wow. it's it's just it's hitting all these small communities here and and throughout. Because see where Evansville and Henderson sit, you have uh, St. Louis, which is three hours to the east of us or to the west of us. You have Chicago and Indianapolis and Gary to the north of us, but four or five hours. Uh, you have Cincinnati, you have Louisville, and then even Atlanta is just six and a half hours south of us. And then we have yeah. uh, Nashville, which is two hours away from us. So we're kind of a jump off, and it comes right through here. Hmm. That is that is that is crazy, man. Like, you know, <clears throat> I live I live in a small town called Rossville, and it's about twenty minutes away from the capital of Topeka, and. I've lived in Topeka since I was three years old. My dad, my dad came up here to Fort Riley. He was stationed here in Fort Riley, so you know we had to move up here. And over the years, Topeka just got so so bad that I finally left. You know, and I've been out here for four years, and just like that, just like you, man, it's starting to seep out this way. Yep. And that's what they, like you said, that's what they want. They, they want to interject all this shit violence. They want to Mm -hmm. inject the drugs, the, um, just everything that they're pushing right now. It's, it's going to reach all these small communities and it's going to, it's going to have a toll on it. Yep. Yep. There's only 1100 people where I live. So, (laughs) you know, it wouldn't take much to start some stuff here. Yeah. See our metropolitan area around where I live is like 350,000. Yeah. Yeah. The thing that, the thing that sucks for me though, is there's one bridge that gets crossed from Indiana to Kentucky. So it's been an obstacle to try and figure out my action plan on how to get back across if shit hits the fan when I'm over in Indiana working. Cause that's where I work. And yeah, uh, I've worked it out, but it's, it's just stressful cause you never know. Shit pops off while I'm at work because I work weekends. I work Friday through Sunday. Uh-huh. And I work, you know, 13-hour shifts. So it's just like, you know, that's why I have to have a go bag in my car. Yeah. Because shit, shit pops off, then at least I have some kind of protection. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, um, 
my 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 old lady's father, he's really he's really big into the politics. He he just follows politics. He's like the politician of the family. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, I, I was talking to I was talking to him about, you know, we was talking about, you know, possible strategies that they could use, you know, to uh uh to hurt us. And I said I said if if it was me, if it was me and I wanted to disable the country, I would level all the bridges. Mm-hmm. I would level all the bridges so that way you can't have any access across rivers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> ten. I'm thinking it was about 10 years ago. They did a huge story. Uh, I think it was 60 minutes and they were going after the department of transportation because like 77% of our bridges in this country are uh, so bad. Yes. They all yes need to be I remember replaced. that. And, you know, they were talking specifically like up in Pennsylvania, like in Pittsburgh, because they have like mm-hmm. an ungodly amount of bridges. And this was at the time, too, when the Minnesota, uh, St. Paul, Minnesota, they had that bridge collapse. Yeah. And they had all those people that were on it and they were starting to talk about it then. And, yeah, I mean, that would make the most sense to collapse bridges because then that cuts off your connection to getting in and out of your area. Exactly. Exactly. And he said, and he told me, he said, well, I uh, never really thought of it like that. I said, yeah. I said, I try to think deeper than just the surface because, I mean, in tactics like that, you know, war tactics, you got to be 10 steps ahead of your enemy. Right. And, yeah, I mean, and I think that would just be a critical move if somebody was, I hope they wouldn't do that. But I just think that would be a very, if it was me, that's what I would do. I would level all the bridges so that way you can't cross states. You can't cross across the rivers and it limits your, it, it, it limits travel. Um, okay. Like per se, somebody needs to, tr- need, needs to cross this bridge. So they drive to the bridge, not knowing that the bridge is destroyed. Now they have to turn around. That gives me an opportunity to attack them then. Yeah, Absolutely. And he's like, wow. He goes, you're pretty deep with it. (laughs) And you have to be. You have to start thinking. And that's why I I can't sleep. I sit there and I think about my action plans. And I try to put holes in my own uh, action plans of, well, if this route don't work and I go to my B route and that don't work, I've got, you know, maybe six different uh, action plans uh, to get me home. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, I got separate ones to get out if I need to. But to me, I'm not going to go run out to the woods, you know. Yeah. Uh, to me, I'm going to defend my area. I want to stay where I know best. Um, if I have to venture out eventually, I will. But the plan for me, I want to stick to my community and my area because I know it best. Yeah. And that's what people need to do. I mean, yeah. don't don't be thinking you're going to hop in your vehicle and travel 100 miles and meet up with all the people that you've talked to on TikTok about this because it's not going to happen. That's not going to work out like that. <laughs> we and I tell people this all the time. The Boston bombings was nothing more than a blueprint for martial law in this country. And they gave us the blueprint. Yeah. If you paid any attention to what happened with the Boston bombings. That's the plan they're going to use. They're going to lock you down in a 20-mile radius, and you're not going to be able to get in or out of a city. Yeah. 
and yep. they will go door to door and they will do what they got to do. Yep. Yep. They sure will. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people think that the Boston bombings was, you know, a terrorist thing that happened. No, it was actually a black flag operation. Uh, I brought up some factual stuff that some people were surprised about, but you know, Chris Kyle had craft international. Now, from what I understand is he was approached by the government about doing a black flag operation in the U S and he said, hell no. Yeah. Yeah. So don't, don't you think it's uh kind of interesting that this man that was a legend in military would just be attacked and killed by a so-called, you know, PTSD uh, veteran. Uh, yeah, another veteran? No. Yeah, no. He was murdered for a reason, and uh-huh. they hijacked his company because his company just happened to be at the Boston bombings that day, and the exact same backpacks that were found exploded were the exact same backpacks Black or Craft uh, International had on them. It wasn't the backpacks that the brothers had because the brothers had different designs on their backpacks. Yeah. But you see Craft International is there because they wear the same outfit. They wear the khaki pants, black shirts, and then they have the Craft uh, International uh, Chris Kyle uh, Punisher hat on. Yeah. They were seen <laughs> throughout that. So it's awfully funny that they were there and he was killed. Uh, well, he was killed in February and the Boston bombings took place in April. Yeah. And his wife, Taya, after his death, like a couple of years later, she went out and started touring with Marcus Luttrell, who's known as the lone survivor from the movie. Um, they were going out doing speaking engagements about speaking out against the government. And she was confronted and to shut her trap. And then she disappeared. She did. She stopped doing the speaking engagements. Huh? So <laughs> it's funny how that works, huh? Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but, but yeah, you can go down every rabbit hole and it, I mean, it just takes you further and further, but I've been doing all kinds of researching on all that stuff and it just, yeah, it takes a toll, but it's stuff you have to know and you have to, understand. you have to know it. Exactly. You have to know it, man. Because if you don't, if you don't, then, you know, you're just going to be a sheep. Like you said, lost, lost and being told what to do. <laughs> yeah, 100%. So, uh, any other topic you want to hit before we go? Uh, we pretty much covered everything, man. We've been, we've been yakking for a while. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I, I appreciate you coming on the show, brother. And I appreciate you having me, man. This is my very first podcast I've been invited to. Uh, I hope to do this again because this is awesome. I love, I love sitting down, being able to sit down and have conversations with like-minded people. And there's no, censorship. there's no host- hostility and censorship. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And hey, anytime you want to come back on the show and 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 talk, man, you're more than welcome to come on. Absolutely, brother. I'm, I'm we always, definitely gonna have to do this again. Uh, I, I most definitely enjoyed it. I think it was a great, uh, great show. Uh, yeah. Let everybody know where they can find you at. All right, you can find me on TikTok at that guy tones, or 
I also have a a backup profile to that just in case because you know the uh, censorship is is insane on TikTok, and you can reach me there at tones seven eight six, and you also can find me on Twitter at tones seven eight six. Those are my social medias. If you guys want to get a hold of me, talk to me about anything. I'm open for discussion about anything. You can catch me on those profiles right there. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you coming on the show, brother, and we'll do it again. Absolutely, man. You take care and uh, continue to be great. All right. Thank you. I appreciate it. And before I end the show, I also want everyone to go and check out these patriotic businesses and these organizations. So I want you to go to check out Saints and Sinners Hat Company. It's ran by Three Rows. He is making some badass hats. Please go check him out and get you a hat. Also, go check out PatriotFishingGear.us. It's ran by Donnie. He has some badass gear as well. He has hats, shirts, custom tumblers, and he is also in the process of making rods and reels. Also, check out Star Spangled Designs by Amy. She's making some badass patriotic jewelry, and you just go check it out. Go check her out and get you some badass jewelry. Check out these 501c3s, changeunchained.com. It's ran by Troy and his wife. They actually go out and they hunt down the human traffickers, the child sex traffickers, uh, you name it. They do it, and they get the survivors. They bring them back to their burn-it-down ranch, which has a bunch of tiny homes on this ranch. And go to their merch shop, and anything that you buy will help those tiny homes that they are building. Next to be We Want the Names Foundation. It's ran by Jess and Amy, and they do the same thing. They they help give uh, therapy, and they have sessions for people who have suffered from sexual assault, and they help those victims out as well. Then you have One's Purpose, They do the same thing. They hunt down human trafficking, and they help their survivors get them therapy. So please, anything you can do to help these foundations out and these businesses out, I would really appreciate it. And finally, please make sure you're following the show so that you can get your notification of the next episode that I release. I have some big things coming up, so I will be making an announcement. So I want to thank you all for listening and tuning in. Have a great one. Thank you for listening to the Renegades Rant Podcast. Find the Kentucky Renegade Patriot on TikTok and Instagram, as well as the Renegades Rant Podcast on Pandora, Stitcher, Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts, as well as Anchor.fm.